Top Sport with Michael Abramson. Sport with Michael Abramson on SAFM. Thanks very much, Modupi. More news with Modupi at 8 o'clock on SAFM. This is the Workers' Day edition, effectively, of Top Sport with Michael Abramson. Welcome to it. A very, very busy weekend of sport. We have at our backs and we can look back on all the drama and all the action that took place this past weekend and that's what we'll be doing tonight it's monday so we are recapping the action for you big news in football of course the two south african representatives in the various CAF competitions are through to the semi-finals mamalodi sundowns and marumo gallants both succeeding this weekend we'll talk more about that a little later on in the league pirates are up to second place with a cup in their pockets already, so to speak, or in their trophy cabinet, if you prefer, having won the MTN8. They're also in the semi-final of the Nedbank Cup. They're big rivals this season in terms of the Soweto Derby, which of course takes place on Saturday. Chiefs not doing themselves much good and not covering themselves in glory today in another Derby match against Swallows. We'll talk about that a little later on. Chiefs have, however, done the double over Pirates in the league this season already. So let's see how that one plays out. In England, Manchester City have moved to the top of the log. Can they go all the way or have Arsenal still got a surprise in store for them? Arsenal, of course, play Chelsea in a London derby tomorrow evening. In Formula One, it was a 1-2 for Red Bull yet again for the fourth race in a row in Formula One this past weekend in the Azerbaijan Grand Prix in Baku. We'll look back on that and chat to our Formula One correspondent about the race. In basketball, the NBA playoffs are underway as well as the Basketball Africa League. The Cape Town Tigers representing the country. They're in action tomorrow against Al-Akhli. And in Curry Cup action this past weekend in rugby, there were a couple of interesting results, particularly an upset, if you want to call it an upset. The Lions beating the Pumas. Strange to say that that is an upset, but the Pumas have run away with things in the early part of the season. They're no longer top of the log. The Cheetahs have overtaken them at the top of the standings after winning in lightning and thunderous conditions on Friday night. We'll look back on that action as well. So give us your thoughts about the weekend, your standout moment in terms of the world of sport, or if you want to answer the quiz question, this is the place to be. So let me give you your quiz question. It relates to one of the league matches played this past weekend, which was covered on SABC channels, both on television and radio, the match between Royal AM and Cape Town City. Here's your question. Royal AM have eliminated Cape Town City from the Nedbank Cup both this season and last season, ironically enough. But how many times have Tweetly Twatla uh, beaten the citizens in the league? So there's your question. Royal AM have eliminated Cape Town City from the Nedbank Cup both this season and last season. But how many times have Tweetly Twatla beaten the citizens in the league? If you know the answer, you can SMS us on, or rather WhatsApp us on the WhatsApp number 614 0614-104-107 or the SAFM studio line 0860-002-032 or you can tweet us at SAFM Radio or tweet me personally at Memory Mentalist. We'll have your sports news after this. 
The Recap on Top Sport with Michael Abramson. And straight into your sports news we go. We start with CAF Champions League action and Sundowns beat CR Beluizdad 2-1 on Saturday at Loftus. Winning effectively 6-2 on aggregate through goals by Azwani and Morena. They will now play Widad Casablanca over two legs in the semi-finals. Sundowns had to come from behind in that game. But they were always in control and a 6-2 aggregate win gives them a really good shot at the trophy. Of course, Al-Akhli are playing in the other semi-finals, so Sundowns have avoided them for now. In the CAF Confederations Cup, a great win for Maruma Gallants against the more fancied opposition, Pyramids of Egypt. The sides were one all after the first leg played in North Africa, but Gallants did the business, so to speak, against Pyramids this past weekend. In fact, yesterday, they beat them by one goal to nil. And Gemma, the goal scorer, and Gallants will now play Young Africans from Tanzania. They call them Yanga, the side from Tanzania, over two legs in the semifinals. Meanwhile, the Amajimbos went down by two goals to nil to Morocco in the opening match at their AFCON Under-17 tournament in Algeria, conceding two late goals. Their next match will be against Zambia on Wednesday. In the Motsepe Foundation League, before we get to the top flight, and a very interesting happening. The top three teams all dropped points this past weekend. It looks like nobody wants to win the league. It's a bit like the championship playoff places in England. Nobody wants to grab them. Cape Town Spurs lost 2-1 to Vendor Football Association. Kasrik Stars were held 1-0 at Pretoria Callies. And Pulukwane City went down 1-0 at home to Untongati. So amazing how things stand. Three points separating the top three with two matches still to play. Meanwhile, in the DSTV Premiership, Chiefs' poor form continued this afternoon. They went down 2-1 to Swallows, for whom Damons and Sam netted Saile, scoring for Chiefs. Second place looks all but over for the Pefeni Glamour Boys, who next face Pirates in the derby on Saturday. Swallows are incredibly into the top eight with their back-to-back wins. They beat Maritzburg 1-0 on Friday night and today beat Chiefs by two goals to one. Elsewhere, the Buccaneers moved second after beating TX Galaxy by two goals to one. Stellenbosch continued their incredible form by thrashing Abafana Bestende by five goals to two. And Amazulu gave themselves a really big lifeline by beating Babina Norco by two goals to nil, despite having Maduna sent off. Cape Town City came from behind to beat Royal AM 2-1 in the pouring rain in Chatsworth. Here is my commentary from Saturday on the equalizing goal. Staying on the attack here. Ball into the area. Khuluman! He's done it. And I mentioned just how good he was. He's come on and he's made a massive difference. It's his second goal of the season. Tahir Khuluman, man who made his debut against Sundowns last season, has pulled a goal back for Cape Town City here. And it's a very solid goal. They've scored in many of their last matches, Cape Town City. They have a good goal scoring record just of late. The only time they haven't scored was against Sundowns recently. But here, let's just have a look at this again. It's good work from Rhodes particularly and Cupido. The ball comes in from Cupido and what a good header that is. It's an excellent header from Khudaman. He puts his head right into the path of the ball to give it power. And Cape Town City are level in Chatsworth in the pouring rain. Now they don't want the game to be called off. It's Royal AM 1, Cape Town City 1. And Cape Town City came back and scored another goal through Mayo, who's now managed six goals in the last six games and is up to 10 goals this season in the Premiership, just one goal behind Peter Shalulile. Tomorrow is a very big game. Supersport United face Stellenbosch at 7.30 in the evening. We'll give you team news in tomorrow night's show and... 
news on what is happening in that game as it takes place. Steli's very, very much improved Supersport trying to go back above Pirates into second spot. In England... Well, in the Premier League, so much action, and particularly the game between Liverpool and Tottenham this past weekend. Liverpool winning with a last gasp, 4-3 victory over Spurs through Diego Jota's winner after Spurs had come from 3-0 down. Many Spurs fans feeling that Jota shouldn't have been on the field after his high kick into the forehead of Oliver Skip. But some Liverpool fans counteracting that and saying that there, was a, there should have been a free kick given to Liverpool previously in that move. So... See it whichever way you want to. Manchester City went top at Craven Cottage, while Leeds, Southampton and Nottingham Forest are all in trouble after losing on the road. Manchester United and Newcastle both won at home. And incredibly, Brighton, who are the informed side, put six past Wolves. Tonight is really a relegation six-pointer. If ever you want a definition of a relegation six-pointer, Leicester City against Everton. That is a massive game tonight. Meanwhile, in the lower leagues in England, Wigan and Blackpool's relegation was confirmed this weekend, with Reading almost certainly down as well after Huddersfield beat Middlesbrough today by one goal to nil. While in League One, Plymouth and Ipswich are promoted to the championship, so they will play championship football next season. Still playoffs to decide who the other team is who go up with them. And a short while ago, in a key match in the promotion battle in the championship, Blackburn Rovers hosting Luton, who are already qualified and in fact assured a third spot on the log. Blackburn trying to get into the top six. They were nil-nil at Ewood Park about five minutes ago when I last checked. So it was Blackburn Rovers nil, Luton Town nil at the moment in that championship match. And in the Curry Cup this past weekend, well, the Golden Lions, as we told you, a bit of an upset win. If you want to see it like that, 26 points to 10 over the Pumas. The Cheetahs moved top of the table by beating the Griffins by 33 points to 10. The game was called off after 48 seconds in Bloemfontein because of lightning, or rather delayed, I should say, because of severe lightning over that stadium. They came back and finished the match and the Cheetahs won. The Natal Sharks were far too good for Griquas, winning 24-6. And Western Province beat the Blue Bulls by 31 points to seven, almost like a dress rehearsal ahead of the United Rugby Championship quarterfinal this Saturday. So what does the log look like? The Cheetahs now on 31, Pumas on 29, the Natal Sharks are on 23 and Western Province on 21. Let's look at some of the other stories making the news. The Comrades Marathon Association has announced that its increasing prize money for the 2023 Comrades Marathon has moved up to 4.3 million, up from last year's 2.2 million. The 96th Comrades Marathon is a down run from Maritzburg to Durban. It will take place on the 11th of June. And both the men's and women's winners will have double prize money this year. Should the winners break a record, they will take home half a million rand. The last year, the prize money was 260,000 rand, which caused quite a debate. Race director Rowan James says the prize money will also attract elite runners from around the world. What this uh, increased prize money purse does do is it makes uh, the Comrades Marathon the richest road race in South Africa and certainly one of the richest on the African continent as well. And um, given the long history and legacy of the Comrades Marathon, it makes sense to do that to reward the athletes for the time, effort and preparation they put into um, preparing for the Comrades Marathon. And um, we know this as the event organizers that uh, by putting up a substantial amount of uh, prize money, it will certainly increase uh, the competitiveness up in front of the race in both the men's race and the ladies' race. Meanwhile, the iconic race will now end at Hollywood Bet's Kingsmead Cricket Stadium. In the last few years, the race ended at the Moses Mabida Stadium, which made the route slightly longer. James says this year's 48th down run will be much shorter. With the move back to the Hollywood Bet's Kingsmead Cricket Ground this year for the finish venue, what that does is it effectively makes the race a bit shorter 
than what it's been in previous years. So that's really going to uh, make contenders up front and the racing, you know, red hot, so to speak. Uh, coming into the event this year is that the route is definitely, and the distance is definitely going to be shorter than what it was last year. Last year's uh, route distance was 89,885 kilometers. This year it is going to be substantially shorter. And um, we will announce that on Tuesday morning, the 2nd of May, once we've just done all the necessary workings out, applied for the required certificate from uh, World Athletics. And uh, certainly an exciting uh, announcement there. And another- on to rugby news and Rugby Australia boss Andy Marinos has resigned four months out from the World Cup in France, saying it was time to move on after returning the organisation to profit. The Zimbabwe-born 50-year-old, 50-year-old was appointed chief executive in late 2020 after five years running the Southern Hemisphere governing body Sanzar. His departure comes a week after the governing body announced it had returned the business to profit for the first time in four years. Marinos was widely seen as instrumental in helping revive the once cash-strapped organization. In the meantime, coach Eddie Jones has insisted that he's had enough time to transform the Wallabies into a World Cup winning team, boosted by the imminent return of key players from injury. Australia have slumped to seventh in the rankings after three years under former coach Dave Rennie ahead of the September World Cup in France. Former England boss Jones, who's counting down to his first game in charge against South Africa in Pretoria on July the 8th, said his plan was to return the Wallabies to world number one. In basketball news, Stephen Curry scored 50 points in a record-shattering performance to send the defending champions, Golden State Warriors, into the second round of the NBA playoffs, while a Jimmy Butler ankle injury raised tensions for the triumphant Miami Heat. Curry, a four-time NBA champion and two-time NBA Most Valuable Player, was nearly unstoppable as the Warriors won 120-100 to at Sacramento to capture their best-of-seven Western Conference Series 4-3. The 35-year-old guard delivered an incredible performance, hitting 20 off a career-high 38-shot attempts and going 7 of 18 from three-point range and 3 of 5 from the, three throw li- from the free throw line. Curry also added eight rebounds and six assists. Finally in golf, Hannah Green ended her LPGA title drought, winning the LA Championship with a par at the second playoff hole to capture victory ahead of Ling Ji Yu and Aditi Ashok. Green claimed her third LPGA title. She won the Portland Clas- Classic and a major crown at the Women's PGA Championship in 2019 with her short par putt when her short par putt dropped for the win at the par 318s at Wilshire Country Club. Green couldn't hold back her emotions. So that's your sports news. And a reminder that you can win big with Vodacom and SABC Sport. Are you a Chiefs or Pirates fan? Stand a chance to win a share of 50,000 Rand, your favorite team jersey, and double tickets for you and your friend to experience the Nedbank Cup semi-final, the Soweto Derby, this Saturday, the 6th of May, courtesy of Vodacom and SABC Sport. Simply log on to sabcsport.com, visit the competitions page to answer a simple question. Entries close by Wednesday the 3rd of May 2023. Terms and conditions apply. SABC Sport, for the love of the game.